This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You don't want to overreact one way or another. We already know by now what these baseball teams are. When, you know, last week or, or earlier, I guess this week, what is it say now, Wednesday? So on Monday morning, it was let's not overreact to the Yankees and say that they're done. And, oh, my God, how could they get swept by the Red Sox? Or last night or yesterday morning, it was, hey, let's not overreact to a dominant performance by the Mets because you know what's right around the corner with this team. I've seen it before. I'm not getting sucked in. And both those have come to fruition where the Yankees bounce back and get a big win over the Mariners. Now, look, I mean, they scored three runs. It wasn't like the Yankees hit the cover off the ball and they scored all three runs in the first two innings. And Billy McKinney, Yankee legend, hitting a a two-run homer. Um, it's nice to see Anthony Rizzo actually wake up and get going. He had three hits. But McKinney with the big blow with the two-run homer. And that would be all that Garrett Cole would need as Cole gives you the A performance. Seven and a third innings. Dominant out there. Even showed some feistiness going at the Seattle Mariners. That is what a true ace does. Not the feistiness. The idea that he goes out there and is the stopper for this Yankee team. And shuts down Seattle. And then Clay Holmes picks him up and closes the game out. And that is your A game for the Yankees. Cole to Clay Holmes. They get a couple of hits, like we said, with Rizzo with three hits, Billy McKinney with the home run, and the Yankees get a 3-1 win. And all of a sudden, you start to feel a lot better about this team. It's just one win, but you feel a lot better about this team ending the four-game losing streak, and we'll see what they can do here the next couple of days against Seattle and Texas. But I told you, coming off of the sweep uh, you know, by the Red Sox, that let's not panic here. Let's not overreact. Let's not ride this roller coaster and bury the Yankees. We've seen this before. We've seen this before with the Yankees, and especially knowing that Harrison Bader was going to be back in that lineup, and for whatever reason, he has been a big difference for this team. Had a base hit, scored a run last night as well. But Bader coming back has changed things. And you look at the lineup, it does make it feel a lot different, even with just that one guy who's not named Aaron Judge back in there. So at least for a night, all is well with the Yankees getting a much-needed win ending the losing streak. The other thing that's great about the Yankees from last night, Carlos Rodon actually pitching in a rehab game. I didn't think I'd see it. Carlos Rodon throwing a pitch in a Yankee uniform, albeit a minor league Yankee uniform, Somerset minor, uh, you know, Somerset uniform. 
But Carlos Rodon is starting to work his way back. And maybe you see him here coming up after the All-Star break. This is going to make, what, three rehab starts? So uh, I would expect that you're going to see Carlos Rodon if everything goes well. I don't think they're going to rush him back before the All-Star break. I'd be surprised at this point. You'd see Rodon after the All-Star break, which is also encouraging for the Yankees. And the biggest key with all this is obviously going to be getting Aaron Judge back, and maybe that's the most discouraging thing is that Brian Cashman said yesterday, yeah, they still don't know. They still don't know what's going on, which is very concerning because we know that if Aaron Judge is out for any extended period, this team is dead. And I shouldn't say extended period, meaning you know even a, a month or two. If Aaron Judge is not back until, let's say, August, He's going to be out a while, but he'll still be able to come back plenty of time to get this Yankee team in the postseason and still have everything out there in front of him. And I guess that's where the biggest difference is with this Yankee team versus the Mets is that everything is still out there in front of the Yankees. They could still get guys back. They could still get healthier. They could still have guys perform to a much higher level that haven't been getting the job done. You could still have you know, a call-up with Peraza bringing him up and move some things around. Maybe they look to trade Glaber Torres, move Volpe to second, bring Peraza up. There are plenty of different ways they could do it, but the Yankees still have everything out in front of them. The Mets do not. And with the Mets from last night, you know, we were telling you that you don't want to overreact to a dominant Max Scherzer performance. But you did have reason to hope, based off of what Scherzer did, based off what the offense did, that, hey, all right, maybe this can be a time where the Mets get it turned around. Do you realize, you know, look no further for the Mets' struggles than the simple fact that the combination of Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander have led the Mets to wins in consecutive starts once the entire season. Now, there are plenty of reasons for that, but I don't care about what the excuses are, what the reasons are. The reality is the entire year, we're now mid-June, approaching the end of June, and it's going to be 4th of July weekend. We're almost out of June now. So you're talking about getting to the end of June with Max Scherzer, and Justin Verlander together went in that rotation together back-to-back, which obviously hasn't been the whole year. But since they've come back and since they've pitched in that rotation together back-to-back, the Mets have only won both their starts, consecutive starts, once. That was the doubleheader against Cleveland. I was actually at one of those games. I was at the first game that Max Scherzer pitched on that Sunday afternoon out of Titty Field and Justin Verlander went Sunday night. That's it. And then you wonder why this team stinks because the $86 million man atop their rotation, fitting 86, I get it, have not been winning games for the Mets. The Mets, if you can't win games that Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander start, it, it, it's just not going to happen. And you thought maybe 
this would be the second time that it would happen. Scherzer dominates the night before. Verlander against his former team. Well, I know you're going against Framber Valdez. But you, know, you thought, all right, well, maybe you know what they're due to have consecutive wins with these two guys on the mound. It shouldn't be that hard. But the Mets make it look impossible, whether it's against Atlanta, whether it's against the Yankees, whether it's against anybody else. You've got to be able to win their games. And they just haven't done it. And it wasn't really, you know, a bad outing from Justin Verlander, although it wasn't great. I, I don't know why he would groove a fastball 3-0 to Bregman, of all people. No, that's a guy you expect to swing 3-0 and mash one, and he did exactly that. Verlander, seven innings, four runs. It's not the worst thing, but it's not ace-like. And when you're going up against Framber Valdez, one of the best pitchers in Major League Baseball, who was better than Verlander. See, Nobody is supposed to be better than Scherzer and Verlander when they take them out. That's what they're there for. That's what they're getting paid for. Not that it's realistic to say that they're going to be the best pitchers in baseball, but they're getting paid to be the best pitchers in baseball. And they haven't been the best pitchers in baseball. And there's no shame in losing to Valdez, who shut the Mets down over eight innings. Nine strikeouts allowed just the two earned runs, both of them coming in his final inning, in the eighth inning. This is a bigger picture thing where we would normally, if the Mets were doing what they were supposed to do, beating the likes of the Cubs and Rockies or Pirates or Cardinals, I mean, pick a team, Nationals, whatever, pick a team, Tigers. If the Mets were beating those teams that they should be better than, that they should be beating, then losing a game into the Astros with Valdez on the mound, I don't care if it's Verlander or not, wouldn't be that big of a deal. But, of course, the Mets didn't do what they were supposed to do, haven't taken advantage of the lesser teams on their roster, or on their schedule, and now every game they lose is even that much more important because there's no more wiggle room. Can't give any back. Got to start making some ground up. Forget about on the Braves or the wild card spot. Just in general, getting to 500. And it can't do that with losing. And I don't know how much longer we could all beat our heads against the table saying, oh, okay, well, now they're going to go on or on. Well, now this will start it. Like we've seen, it, it's been the same exact thing for months. Almost two whole months for both Scherzer and Verlander in that rotation. And they just can't get it going. So, in closing, the overreaction to one win after Scherzer and the dominant performance, yeah, I told you, you don't want to do that. Not with this team. We've seen, unfortunately, we've seen too much bad. And with the Yankees, I've seen this story plenty of times. You guys want to go nuts and criticize the Yankees and say that they're not any good. And uh, I don't know how Cashman can build this team to, to not win a World Series, whatever. The Yankees are good. And even when they're bad, they're good. They will win 90-plus games. They will be in the postseason. They will make a run at the World Series this year. I know it. As long as Judge comes back, at some point, it will happen for the Yankees. And you watch... As I said Monday night or, or Monday morning, uh, early Monday morning, Yanks will go on one of those typical Yankee runs where they win 7 of 10 or 8 of 10 and all will be right with the world. They've just got to make sure 
that they clean up. You know, we talked about the Mets trying to trim the fat earlier this year. The Yankees need to do the same. And they have to clean it up a little bit. I think it was encouraging last night to get the performance that they did. You know, look, Cole is going to be dominant uh, regardless. Every fifth day, the guy goes out there and dominates. That's what you want. Durable, reliable, consistent, dominant. But they get eight hits, spread it around a little bit. Obviously, Rizzo had three of them. But they need Stanton, Rizzo, Glaber, they need these guys, you know, Bader obviously now being back. They need those guys to contribute. And I expect that they will, outside of Donaldson, who got booed off the stadium of, of turf last night. I mean, outside of Donaldson, that's part of the, the, the trimming of the fat process where the Yankees need to clean up that mess. Why they're going to hold Peraza down and have him continue to develop, to me, makes no sense other than potentially looking at not wanting to move temp- too many parts around, and let's say they have an eye on potentially trading Glaber Torres, then bring Peraza up, move Volpe to second. Peraza is your shortstop. End of story. Or they're going to have to make a decision by keeping Volpe at short. You know, let's say they don't want to move him off of short. They said they don't want to send him down. They didn't say they don't necessarily want to move him off of short. Let's say that they don't want to do that. Then just bring Peraza up and then play third. And get rid of Donaldson. Well, Brian Cashman's going to take a lot of heat for that. Misreading what he had as far as Glaber Torres being a shortstop, going out there and trading for IKF, trading for Josh Donaldson. These are big issues that have hurt the Yankees' quest to get to and win a World Series for the first time since 2009. But ultimately, this team will be fine. They may not be perfect. They will be fine. And it started last night with a terrific performance from Garrett Cole. 877-337-6666. We'll get your calls. Mets, Yankees, whatever else is on your mind on this now Wednesday morning. Whatever it is, we'll maybe get into the Knicks a little bit. Matter of fact, I want to talk to Basketball Jones. We haven't had him on in a while, and I was going to try to get him on last night, but he was too busy. Can you imagine that, Basketball Jones? Too busy for me? Sal, can we do it another night? I got to get up early for work. I was like, all right. All right, you got it. So we'll talk to him coming up at 3 o'clock and get his thoughts on what Randall had to say, where the Knicks can go from here, what we're looking at with free agency. I don't really uh, need to get into the NBA draft because the Knicks don't have a pick, but I think the Zion stuff is interesting, so we can get into that. We'll have some fun talking with Basketball Jones coming up at 3 o'clock, and for those of you who don't know who Basketball Jones is, Sonny Carton, of course, known as Basketball Jones. We've had him on a couple of times before, so we'll have him on at 3 a.m. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.